0: This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're listening to the Mostly Harmless podcast. Or at least you better be.
1: Hello
2: friends, welcome to the Muscle Homeless Podcast. I'm your host, Dammit Damien. Alright, buddies, on today's episode, we are sitting down backstage at the Laramie Lounge here in Denver, Colorado, to chat with Mr. James Alex and JP Fletchner from the band Beach Slang. Beach Slang are out on tour right now in support of their first full-length record, The Things We Do to Find People Like Us, which is out now on Polyvinyl Records. They uh, in the last year or so they've released two fantastic Critically acclaimed EPs Uh, This is their first full length record um, And it comes out on polyvinyl Super huge score for uh, some Old school punk rock guys James Alex of course was in the band Weston once upon a time in the late 90s And then JP comes from one of my uh, Favorite and more underrated Philadelphia band's ex-friends. Uh, both musicians are graphic designers as well. And uh, in today's interview, we talk to the two of them about, you know, what's new and different in beat slang from the previous bands. We talk about their graphic design as well as the importance of art in the kind of uh, creativity... Uh, the kind of brain space, the kind of scratches you get from from being in a band and also doing art and uh, how they satisfy creative urges, as well as we talk about them staying humble in the light of all the praise their band is seeing these days. Uh, we talk about destiny and uh, the origins of the bands and how all these components helped to create the band's new record. Um, the band is currently out on tour right now with the uh, bands Lithuania as well as Warriors and... Um, And that is not the Warriors, like the movie, like, Warriors, come out to play. I'm, of course, referring to uh, Warriors, the band, as in, like, I'm worried about you. You seem worried lately, or something along those lines. Warriors. I was supposed to sit down and chat with Lauren of the Warriors that night, but unfortunately, uh, she was catching up with old friends. I didn't want to interrupt got a little too late in the evening. We didn't make it happen, but, um, the warrior set was fantastic. Uh, the research I did on Lauren is great. Please check them out as well as Lithuania and beach thing. This episode is also sponsored by our good buddies over Ratio Beerworks. Ratio is located at 2920 Larimer Street in the heart of Denver's Rhino District. Are you coming to Denver to check out some awesome live music? Well, Ratio is Denver's premier punk rock-themed brewery. They're just two blocks away from the Larimer Lounge and about nine, ten blocks away from the Marquee Theater and some Music Halls. Uh, stop in and grab yourself a Repeater IPA named after the Fugazi record. Or maybe you uh, maybe you fancy yourself a lager fan. Check out the Domestica Lager named... Uh, Uh, For the Cursive Record, Uh, there are always cool events going on at Ratio. We do monthly comedy shows that I co host with the fest comedian Ian Douglas Terry. And then there are also in store performance type deals as well as a weekly special Friday Firkin beer. More information, check out RatioBeerWorks.com. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. And um, before we get into today's interview, let's play a, let's play a little song of Beach Slang's newest record. The record, again, is The Things We Do to Find People Like Us. It is out now on Polyvinyl. This is Beach Slang's longest song. Like it, it comes in at about a three minutes and ten seconds long. Everything else of theirs is around <laughs> two minutes and one minute. But uh, this is bad art and weirdo ideas again from the record the things we do to find people like us let's give this a little listen buddies Hanging out uh, backstage at the Larimer Lounge with James Alex and JP. And then Ricardo from Lithuania is not paying attention, but that's cool. Hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to mention that you're here. Oh, I'm okay, here, yeah. Hanging uh, out, chatting. Um, so, this, we've tried for this a couple times and it finally happened. Like uh, the first time I tried to inter- talk to you guys, uh, you guys were here recursive. You guys had just announced you signed a polyvinyl, and don't remember the rest of the night. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, that was
3: that was quite celebratory. (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) I remember just text messaging uh, you over and over.
0: That
2: was pretty early on, like second or third night. Yeah. but I was like, "Where are you? Where are you? Do you want to do the interview?" The next day, I woke up to like four text messages <laughs> from you, very apologetic, like "I'm so sorry." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like, uh, I get it. You were fucking celebrating. Yeah, right? yeah. You could, you could see it in the stage performance." <laughs> cool. And then, uh, and then at Riot Fest, we talked about doing something. We just couldn't, uh, couldn't get on board. But that's okay.
1: Cool.
2: So uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to get on board today. So I don't really have like set questions. It's just bullshit. Oh, just sure. chat. No, just I hang like out. that. Yeah, it's Have fun. Like. Yeah. Uh, um, so you guys just put out the new record. I did not write the name of the record down because I'm professional. What's the name of the record? The things we do to
3: find people nice. who feel like us.
2: I, I, bl- <laughs> I've i listened to it like five times today, oh, cool. but I have no idea what the name of... Uh, professional. Yeah. It's a Punk Rock Talk Show. See, um... <laughs> right. And after touring so long with the two EPs how does it feel to finally have ten more songs to add
0: to the repertoire and not the same same eight songs over and over oh you know it's pretty liberating yeah there's, you know, the, at the, <laughs> there's only so many ways you can rearrange eight songs yeah. when you play in Brooklyn <laughs> it really does feel good to have new stuff to bring to shows and you guys
2: have uh, littered the sets with uh, some awesome covers like the Drama-Rama cover it's pretty great
3: yeah, between like we did a jawbreaker cover set at Fest, we put out the mixtape, got a bunch of replacements thing up our sleeve. So it's like, you know, look, if we're on tour, tour so much, it's sort of the way to sort of entertain ourselves, you know? Yeah. But it's
0: like while entertaining others, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah,
3: we've got a whole
0: and little, it, you little know, cool little grab bag. And it, of and it helped supplement the stage time before we had more different things. It was it was kind of a dual purpose thing, I think, maybe initially, and now it's just something we like to do. Yeah. It's like guilty pleasure maybe, yeah. Not so guilty. Yeah, because before like we, we we would be like, well, "We can't play more than 20 minutes.
3: People are really sick of us." And now it's like if we play less than 30 or 40, oh, people yeah. are like, oh, "What are you doing, man? We, we want to hear more." Yeah, so it's like yeah. we you know, we had to yeah. start we drove to get man, like, yeah. get started. <laughs> so
2: yeah. So we're becoming responsible as a as a band, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: so after years of toiling around in Weston, who was uh I, I never got to see Weston. I don't know like you just guys never crossed my path in the late 90s early 2000s and then ex-friends and all your bands like um, finally being in like the big headlining band having people rooting and asking for not that they weren't asking for more then but it seems like it's the ball is rolling so much bigger like what's it like to be appreciated so much more after so long does that make sense
3: sure yeah it's it's humbling it's it's fantastic you know I go with surreal yeah yeah it's like and I don't know that we see it as much as right. people surrounding us. You know, we're still just sort of in it, like, you know, just trying to get some some food after a show. You know, yeah. I mean, it really yeah. is like we're really still in the trenches. It's like, it's really re- like you know, you look at the press and everything, and it looks like we're doing one
0: thing. And yeah, we're living yeah. a yeah, right. We're living a little differently than it, it feels more humble when we're in the van together on the way to the show. Maybe yeah. you
2: know, <laughs> and that's the cool. And that comes through, especially in this new record after two like critically acclaimed. EPs, I, I, I don't know why I just use the quotation marks that <laughs> listeners at home can't see, but I, I anyway, but uh, you have these 10 new songs, but it still feels very humble, it still feels very heartfelt and, and true. Um, how, how do you find that in, in the light of all the, um, the praise you're getting? Do you pay attention to the praise? on a very limited basis, right? So I mean, look, we,
3: we always sort of set, set the set the tone of this thing where like humility was gonna be the captain, yeah. you know, and, and we've stayed true to that. Like, I think what we do with the, the, the praise and the things that are coming is like, we never wanted to subscribe to hype or buzz or any of that junk, right? So it's like, I think, you know, we can't say we're, we're oblivious to it, right? It's surrounding yeah. us, we see it, but it's like we sort of- And guys like me bring it up every time. <laughs> so we sort of like, you know, we look at it, it's like that feels really good, but that's kind of then the, the choke point, right? Because it's like you start buying in that stuff and believing all that stuff about yourself and all, you know, before you know it, the razor's getting yeah. dull, the work's getting flat, you know? Um, so while it feels nice, we subscribe to it in very limited quantity. It's like, I I don't even read press. I mean, our publicists will pretty much pull a quote and be like, no, James, just look at this. It won't hurt. (laughs) You know, Um,
0: that's really about as far as I go. Yeah. I mean, James is the writer. So it's, it's, it's kind of his, it's his thing to be careful with. And I, and he is very careful. and does. I mean, he he guards it well, like he really does. He's not, you know, to the point where he's really careful what goes in the ears, you know, and what he reads and stuff. So that, yeah. I have a lot of admiration for that. Maybe a little less so in the sense that, like, my wife is very, like, uh, I guess, like, active in. Uh, what's the best way to put this? She likes, like, she gets a kick out of seeing our name places and stuff. Yeah. So she'll always be like, "Oh, honey, look at this great thing," you know. <laughs> and typically, I'll. Uh, well, I'll read it when she does something like that. I, I wouldn't say I go out in search of it for sure. Um, I don't think I have time for that anyway. But, but if, you know, I mean, look—it's it, who doesn't like getting a compliment, man? We've all been in bands that didn't get any of it, <laughs> so <laughs> being in one now that's getting some of it feels pretty good. To me. Yeah,
2: yeah. And and what did you, what did you like? Again, you brought it up. Like you know, I liked x friends I liked Weston, but they weren't as. Um, maybe because the internet wasn't so prevalent they weren't so like big and bold sure. what what do you take from those lessons from those like smaller bands that, that you're applying to these bigger bands as you're climbing up that social ladder
3: yeah I mean it's almost like we learned less of what to do and more of what not to do yeah. you know all the pit, all the trappings and what mistakes we've made and things For like sure. that we know not to do those things now yeah. and like I think that's why sort of right out of the gate beach slang looked like a very thoughtful considered well-oiled machine. It wasn't this, you know, massive sort of marketing strategic sort of thing. It was just like we fucked up enough to sort of know <laughs> how to do it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just yeah, you know, we kind of got it sort of right out of the gate but only because of falling so many yeah. times
2: before, you know. Yeah, yeah, what were the uh, most important lessons that you that you still remember? Is there anything that's like goddamn if I could go back in time I'd fix that?
0: kind of hard to recall on the spot, really, but... I, and, and, well, I, and, and I guess
2: also because, you know, you are who you are at this point. You are because of those mistakes. But, without a doubt. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I mean, look, a huge one is, and we sort of just touched on it before, is like, you know, when Weston, you know, back in, back in the day when, like, you know, everybody was trying to sign a pop-punk band, you know, Green Day had broken, and, you know, major labels were on sort of on the Hunt. It was very... And, and look, we were young kids, right? And you didn't know not to buy into that. We did, and I think in that we sort of, you know, we sort of, uh, you know, we sort of lost sight of ourselves, blew off the rails, you know, and that was sort of the beginning of the demise of that whole thing, right? It's like that's why I was extremely careful to not to not allow that to happen. You know, that was a, that was a super big lesson, and I think you know, you start doing that, you just sort of get less hungry and less urgent about things. I mean. That wasn't even an, an option with BeachLang. You know, we were like, yeah. just little fighters this band,
2: you know. Like, "Yeah." How, how much time off did you have from making music to the start of BeachLang?
3: Probably, a, I mean, actively touring and stuff, yeah. you know, a good good amount of years. I mean, I went back to art school and did yeah. that whole deal. You know, I sort of was like, oh no, music's not going to be the way I pay the bills anymore. Yeah. What do I do? So I went to art school. but But I was always writing and stuff in that time, I mean, you know, we did some Weston stuff. That's how JP and I first started playing together. He played drums for Weston and Ryan Fest. So that's how yeah. this sort of, I guess
0: that would be the yeah, sort that of that was kind of the beginning of it. The yeah. first time we played together anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so how did you find that hunger
2: again to start playing music and translate it into music?
3: Well, I think when we started just sort of messing around together, it just—it was like, man, I really forgot how much I missed playing with, them. I mean, I'm kind of a lone wolf, you know, yeah, so yeah. it was like, but then you sort of forget how much you like being with other wolves, you know, and yeah, it, was it was like, like kind old of old nice, when, rad, you know? yeah, when he like pulled me out of it, he was like, look, I know you're writing these songs, and people deserve to hear them, I, I, ha- I have this friend who plays bass, like, let's just get in a room and see what happens, and we did that, and we played Filthy Luck the first time, and we looked at each other, and it was like, yeah, I think we have a band, you yeah. know. And yeah.
2: A couple of weeks later, we went in and made the first yeah. demo. Like Warriors sound great. I can't wait to see them. Yeah. Um, what? I, what I really like about the the band is that you guys remind me of so much, and yet sound like nothing else. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, it's always like you hear the gym Blossoms, you hear this, you hear that, but but it becomes. Something else, and is is that just the chemistry of you guys, or is that a conscious choice to be like, hey, we don't want to sound like anybody else? Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, I think <sighs> I think we don't. You yeah. know? Yeah. No, I mean I think you're right. Yeah. We just get lucky with the chemistry between us that yeah. it, it executes on that thing. Yeah. But
0: yeah, why why would we? You I, know? And I think maybe the thing that you're you're hearing too partially is like we we have. We have similar but broad enough tastes in music where like James is bringing things to us to hear and we're bringing things for him to hear potentially that maybe really move us in the right direction but but, um, aren't considered before that. So I think we're we're like the right group of people to be like the the sound you get is the result of James writing the tunes and the, the melodies and then us coming together as a group with our collective interests and sort of seeing what comes of it you know right. And that's sort of why it's not changed because we've never oh, changed yeah. the formula so it's like the right people right place right time yeah do you believe in destiny at all for this moment oh that's yeah. a it's a pretty long okay I mean I want to think so right? yeah yeah right everyone wants to think there's something to it you know? sure I don't want to think I'm just like dust floating <laughs> <laughs> waiting to get vacuumed up man but yeah. hey yeah <laughs> I hope so man I hope so it feels really, really great. What so. about you, James? Do you believe in Destiny at all? I,
3: I do now, you know? Yeah, I you mean, go. it's like, I, I have to think there's a reason, like, you know, we sort of... Maybe it explains why this thing happened in the way that it did. It is pretty, like, the trajectory of this thing has been sort of ridiculous, right? It's like, that
0: only happened because of, like, the dumb luck of us finding one another, you know? It's yeah, like, that's right. So, there's got, yeah, there's gotta be something for that. And it was cool. There were, like, me and James kind of kept coming through each other's paths different places, not music-related, design-related, just social. It was, you know, we never left each other's sight just long enough, I think, so that when the time came to potentially do something cool together, we were there, you know? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. They sound great. They're so loud, though. Oh,
0: I know. Hopefully. Wait for the sound check to be over? Uh, I can. It sounds like they're pretty close.
2: Yeah. I could throw a compressor on here, too. That'll. uh do some cool stuff to it. Just give us some edge, you know? Give it oh, a yeah. little edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All the podcasts have like
2: the sound check in the background. i love the same. I mean, I, I, mean I, I like that about this the um, What else do we want to talk about? So one one thing I like to talk about too um, is I have this vision of this little kid sitting home alone, no friends, no nothing. He wants to pick up guitar, start playing music, but he's afraid to um, and hopefully somehow he stumbles across this on Instagram, or not Instagram, but anyway. And he, he hears, what advice do you guys have for somebody who wants to pick up a guitar and start playing music, or drums, or bass, or whatnot? Like, how did you guys find that courage to start playing music in front of people?
3: I mean, the advice I'd have is pretty simple. You do it, yeah. and expect yeah. to be terrible uh, at it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, that's really what it was. I mean, it was just, I man, I used to be, eyes never open, just terrified little kid when I first did it but it was like it was the only thing that felt right to me to do right yeah. so you just you sort of push through that but like romanticize that period because that's right. the great period like that's gonna that's gonna be the time that's going to make you what you become and that's where most people give up you know they sort of surrender it because it's like it's not fun yet or I'm not a rock star or I'm not like it's not the dream yet you know yeah. but it's like it's the necessary component to make the dream matter because if we just you know if you just pick up the guitar and you're just immediately <laughs> like a thing. You, you yeah. just, there's nothing, there's no way to appreciate right. the thing, you know? Um, so that would be mine, like, you know, I, that'd be my yeah, advice. Like,
0: the one little thing I'd add is that, um, when I started, drums were expensive, uh, and I didn't have money, so um, I learned to play drums to songs I liked on headphones, and I, I would just play on the end of my bed. Yeah. I'd like sit on, I'd sit in a chair and I'd play along the stuff on the end of my bed, and like two years into playing drums, quote yeah. unquote, <laughs> I got my first dr-
2: drum equipment. I'm 34 years old and I'm still that kind of a drummer and don't have any equipment, but yeah. I'll do this all
0: day. There you go, man. So yeah. just, you know, just do something. If it, if it yeah. moves, you do it. Don't, don't be afraid of it. That's all.
2: Yeah. And, and, and so, like, when you guys, like, I, I, again, to go back to the Western thing, you're a little bit older now. Um, you've had some time off for playing, playing in front of audiences. Getting back on that saddle again can be a scary thing too sure how did you find that courage Um, to do
3: it i don't know i just i I suppose i i I never really left that mindset right i mean the cool thing about rock and roll is you get to sort of live in an arrested state of development you know i never really you know starch collars and a cubicle that stuff just never appealed to me so i never left the mindset of just that like kid jumping around you know what i mean like i just uh you know to me man you know rock and roll is a real holy thing you know i'm still like the kid who like Posters on the wall, still getting the zine. I mean, I just, I never left it. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, uh, now the posters now are framed. That's course. it. Now they're <laughs> straight. They they're, they're screen printed and they're real, that's they're, it. they're yeah, prints, they look you know. Nicer, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm stuck now. You yeah. know, there's there's no cool. way out yeah, for me, I mean, you know. Yeah. Same.
2: 34 years old, right, yeah. I they, you know, I have to work 40 hours a week so I can hang out and interview you guys. But right. <laughs> If I could have a choice, I would just interview people all day long. Right on. But, um, well, keep interviewing people, man. You never know when it's going to become the thing you do. We'll see. Maybe. You're also you went to art school. Yep, you do a lot of graphic design and art. Yep. Love your work. Oh, thanks, it's fantastic. Man. Thank you. Um, how do you know? I, I I understand, but how does the graphic design scratch another creative bitch that the music can't?
3: Yeah, well, like <clears throat> I th- I think one of the things it, it certainly resonates true with me. You know, when I first started getting in the records, you know, you go leaf through bins, and mm-hmm. like just that art would jump out at you, and like. You know, you get turned on the records just by visual stuff, right? That's no different here, man. I, I see, like the visual stuff is a very direct extension of like this, the this, the audio stuff. Yeah. I want it all to matter. I want it all to feel considered because it's the thing that's more important to me than anything in the world. I'm, every beautiful devil is in every little detail, you know. I just want to make sure it's 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 all right. And you know, we're fortunate enough to be a, a pretty a pretty self-sustaining little colony. You know, yeah. JP and I both design. And yeah. It's like. Uh, JP, even the screen print part. of it. I mean, we, we just really, nobody gets nobody gets to get in the way of the vision, you yeah. know, and that's a real lucky thing. You know, we, we, we've all been in bands where you got to fleece out the some component of the work, and then you're just like... Ugh. You end up with something that you're not uh. quite happy with yeah. for you know? some reason. <clears throat> but it's like, yeah, man, it's like, look, it, it's all super important. It's like, if I don't believe in this enough to care about, almost to like a maddening, meticulous sort of level, but if, if, if I don't have that in me, it's like, why the yeah. fuck <laughs> am I doing it? Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's like... If you're yeah. willing to be hands-off about how your record looks, then why bother making well, it? thing? Yeah, yeah. It precisely, yeah. How does
2: the music influence the art, and does the art influence the music at all? Like, when you're writing a song, you're like, oh man, I see how this seven inch is gonna look.
1: Um,
3: well, no, man, because I really kind of just go at yeah. songs hard, you know, and make that kind of my thing. Um, and then yeah then it's kind of like getting to go into that visual space is kind of fun but yeah I
0: would say the music always sort of
3: informs for sure yeah yard. yeah
0: because yeah. t-shirts and things you sit down to consider that it's like yeah you want to have the mindset of the music on yeah. Yeah. you sort of know yeah just what was talked about lyrically yeah you don't, don't just have just like feels, you, know, you know nine-inch nails on in the background or something yeah, right. you're going to make a beach lecture I don't know I <laughs> <laughs> could that could make you, you know for, what I mean I <laughs> could make for some interesting work
2: That's hey, man. Uh, to but <laughs> as artists who, what artists uh, currently challenge you that you you, like, look at and you're like, holy shit, I wish I could figure out how that guy
3: does that thing. Oh, fair enough. I mean, look, I can tell you, I've broken down visually how I chase uh, the work I do in Beach Lang visually, and it's like, like Mary Ellen Marks, photography, Craig Stessex, artwork, right? And then, um, you know, like 1970s California, 1970s period, and then, you know, the, the Smith stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you sort of mash those four things together, it... I mean, it, it looks like beastly, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like, um, but yeah, as artists, I mean, those are the two I draw from, I mean, Mary Ellen, Mark, and Craig, that's like for sure.
0: I'm <coughs> not sure. And then maybe tools, like we're so kind of, I think we rely more on analog <laughs> devices yeah. than uh, than the digital mostly,
3: you know, as much as possible. Yeah, it's all broken and textured and it feels
0: real. It's but authentic, tactile. you know, it's it never precisely. like a, it's not like a filter you yeah. add, you know? Exactly, the, yeah. the F word, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: like it's, we're, we're, we're blue collar
0: about it yeah. all you know we want to we want
3: it
2: to feel labored you know yes. yeah and then you guys are both designers but i've seen some really great posters that would come out like craig horkey did an amazing one. Oh yeah um how, how does it feel to see your work channeled through somebody else's artistic energy oh.
0: it's just starting it's, yeah. i don't know we, we've had enough experience with it yet to really yeah, yeah, yeah. give you a good answer but it's, cool. it's so cool man yeah. what else could you ask for you yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's pretty unreal I, I mean, <laughs> and humbling I'm, yeah it, it really right. right. yeah, yeah, is it's yeah. just like you just took, you know, your own time and your own talent and all that sweat and you just, like shared it with us you just know, to do the thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's so
2: cool. And yeah, what, what I like just hanging out with you guys is you're just like, why is this guy talking to us? Like, you <laughs> know, it's <laughs> just like, really? Okay, cool. I, I noticed it, there, there didn't seem to be a lot of press for the new record with the new LP that came out that that I saw. What well, um, have you guys been shying away from it at all? Or is it just people aren't knocking down the doors anymore?
3: Oh, no, I've been doing press oh, every, day. No. Stop. I, yeah, every day. Every no, day? Sorry. Well, oh, I feel no, like yeah, just no. the opposite's the truth. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: It's been like... For my research, I type in Beach Sling interview 2015. Oh. Everything I saw was from before the record. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, Maybe yeah. I, I think
1: just I missed some stuff. There. Yeah, we
3: stayed real low-key on the EPs. And I guess some of that was by design because I didn't... Look, man, we don't want to go to a party that we weren't invited to. Yeah, I don't yeah. want somebody paying our way yeah. in, you know? So I think we wanted this to happen organically. Yeah. And would, now that that sort of has happened, now it's like... Okay, look, you know, we, we jumped to a bigger label. It's like we're gonna do press, nice, yeah. You
2: know? <clears throat> There's also yeah. that Groucho Marx joke that I know from Woody Allen. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be join a club that asked me to join. I, I butchered that quote, totally. But it's one of my favorite quotes.
3: Right? Yeah. But but yeah, that yeah. really. That that's true with this, yeah. you know. And I think I think now that we're sort of like, we're on steadier footing, and we've sort of, we've you know we've pushed through the door without sort of anyone's help now we're kind of like okay let's let's broaden this thing out and sort of see what we can do you know it's like and it's fun to
2: talk to people yeah Yeah. no i love it thank you for taking the time oh please man of course like i say i don't really have any notes i'm just like i don't know where to go with this um but yeah what i like about you guys is you're you're just dudes you're just super humble and chill and relaxed and thank you for welcoming me into this um how, how do you have any plans on how to stay that way
1: i don't
3: know that we know how to be any other way yeah. i mean yeah. really like we we just our, our our booking agents based in nashville and we were just there a couple nights ago and <clears throat> we we're in the van like he takes us to well i won't, yeah, yeah. I won't name drop yeah.
0: we went to a fast food place it just, instead of you <laughs> like, know, like
3: yeah and we <laughs> felt bad like he was like let me get this and it was like, we were all like no, for, no, for no. all of us i think it was like 16 dollars. yeah yeah. We were, yeah but but like he said was, he he was just like you know he's, he's telling us about everything that's going on all these things and he's like you guys really have no idea what's happening, do you? Right. And we're like, no, because we're too busy loading into a club every night and playing our guts out. Like, yeah. I think that's how we're going to maintain this that's thing. It. It's like, we don't want to look further than that because as soon as we start to lose sight of that, it's like I said before, man, the razor gets dull, the shows get fa- start right. falling yeah. flat, everything just starts to fall apart. And then all of a sudden, no, one, no one's coming to shows. No one, no one wants to talk I mean, to us. Right it's just like, so, yeah, you, <clears> you have to remember, you know, we, we have to remember not us, but the team, right? It's like the thing that we hang our hat on is like making records we're really proud of and then p- playing them as hard as we can live. You know, as soon as like that start, stuff starts to falter, it's kind of like, remember, like that's how things it's begin. It's the to end, you you know? cared
0: to begin with. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So we just wanted to continue that. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and that's what I like too is uh, you can tell that when you guys started this, you had no ulterior motive other than I wanted to make good songs.
3: Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. I mean, we did the that first thing. To show you, to really demonstrate the point of how
2: <clears throat> sort of whatever
3: this thing was, I left, I moved to California yeah. for six months, <clears throat> right before we released the
0: UP. That's right, yeah, we essentially, we, we just we, we got together out of, it was, it really did, it really just felt like, like when, when Beach Slang started, before it was called Beach Slang, it was James and Ed and I playing songs together because that felt real fucking good. And it yeah. was just like, we made as much time for it as we could. Right. And we gave it as much as we could, um, but we're all busy people. And, and then James essentially got an offer to work across the country and took it because it was a great offer, you know? Hell yeah. And and it wasn't, Beachline wasn't really factored into that. We had, we had it was in the sense that we had, we had made a recording and our friend Mike had agreed to put it out. And we I remember recently I dug this email up and looked at it and it was like, hey man, James has taken off. We're not gonna be able to play in support of this when you put it out. Do you wanna cut the pricing back to like, 100 or what's the minimum we can do or something and actually had that conversation with him you know just to be like we don't want him to be out a bunch of money knowing that you know we're not going to really be able to recoup it for him potentially yeah um and then i remember i guess um in april around the same time you came back i don't i don't remember which came first you coming back or noisy uh writing an article oh that happened well before i came back oh okay oh sure yeah yeah so yeah there you go i mean it it it, it kind of found us we yeah. didn't go looking for it you know it's it's sort of the short answer i guess yeah and just to sort
3: of like just to sort of add to that with like mike i just the, the, the guy's such a sweetheart right yeah. it's like we, we sort of bring that concern to him and he's like no i don't care if i lose money on this i fucking love it yeah. i'm gonna put it out yeah you know, exactly. it's like like without flinching without i mean that took that, like, him like a snap and it was like he made that decision and then um Yeah, he puts it out, and then, yeah, Noisy sort of wrote about it, and then Pitchfork picked it up from there. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm on the phone with JP and Ed, and I'm like, guys, I mean, we gotta, I think something's happening (laughs) here. (laughs) You (laughs) know, like, we were really blown back, and then we got signed to, like, agency group to, like, book us. It was just like, before we played a show. Yeah, it was just, it it all just, like, to JP's point, it sort of found us, you know. And then, so we sort of reverse engineered it, where, like, we did the thing, and then we sort of had to figure out, (laughs) <laughs> what is it? you know nice. and, it, and it's and then it sort of said to us well this is what it is don't don't fuck it up you yeah. know yeah. so then when and, you, made, and you
2: came back and you figured it out with the second yeah. EP oh that's it man that's and I it, mean definitely.
3: we've really like we haven't stopped to even take a break. I mean because the thing with us if we we're like if we're gonna make the decision and do it <clears throat> we're gonna do it all the way right because yeah. fly or fall man then I mean, we, have, we have no regrets right yeah, so it's like that. we're we're we're, we're yeah. pedaling the metal man we didn't we don't yeah. plan on that.
0: we had that we had to remove the safety net talk man and it lasted like a minute <laughs> yeah for sure it was, it like, was like, like get rid of the fucking thing let's go yeah
3: because even in like design it was
0: like I got the, the
3: talk like was well, you stay here you're gonna do the rock and roll thing and I was like so, yeah. 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 So mean, was, like, and, and again know. it was just, it just was, was, like that it was like, yeah. immediate you know because it's like yeah. it's it's i don't know internally and how things have it, we really have no choice man it's like what, right. what are we going to do walk <laughs> from this thing and just live what <laughs> live out the, live out <laughs> our years of <laughs> wondering you know, that's what, where the regret like, like, comes from right for sure man yeah, and it's like right, man. we could be getting the drive around the country with my best friends like making these songs and it's just come on man like
0: even if it magically goes away tomorrow like at least the ride home we get to know that we gave it everything we had and really never second guessed it just did it that sounds beautiful yeah man and
2: then uh, of course your families are at home and they're signed off on this too
0: we're very lucky we're
3: really lucky in that way like I mean you know, because look, man, we've all had like relationships or partners where it's mm-hmm. like I completely support this until you do, <laughs> until it. You yeah, do yeah. it. and then it's just a nightmare, right? It's like you um,
2: met me on tour, right? You precisely, knew. right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> uh, like, Pres- you knew, yeah. You know yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and that, and that's kind of the thing with beach slang, right? It's like the luck of this really sort of parlays yeah. out in like yeah. every little aspect of it, like even just that, like the personal life thing. Like yeah. we really do have like a support a system. Support feels unfair like how good it is
0: you yeah know. when yeah to the point that like when we're nervous about things we get encouraged it's not like right. it's not like they're gonna pick up on that vibe and be like yeah maybe we shouldn't do as much touring right they're right. like no you need to get out there it's, <laughs> yeah it's, it's gonna there's gonna be parts that suck but go do it go yeah, have yeah, fun man yeah. cause look because they don't want to live it. with you in 10 years he was like ah i wish exactly, i'd done yeah. it oh and they got it out and love they truly love us i think yeah, yeah. we're, we're we're really lucky because that's that thing <laughs> it's
3: like right i want I want, I want the whole you, and, and yeah. what completes
2: you is being this, and,
3: and
0: doing what's,
2: this, right? What's the secret to finding that partner, because I'm whoa. not...
0: Whoa. Man, I wish I could tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I really do. I think, for me, it would have been uh, the home turf advantage. I met my wife, Kristen, in art class, and I happen to be good at art. It's a good thing she didn't meet me in gym class, man. That's all I got to say. Ah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I, I need to get out
2: of the bars, I think, and start going to art class or something. <laughs> But yeah, uh, just uh, one thing I do like about what you guys, we, we, we've been talking about is, I've interviewed a lot of bands that were like, they were trying, they were going for it all, going for the gold, didn't happen, broke up, started a new for fun project that took off. So it's all, it, it, it's in, and I see it in you guys like in spades, it's that like, uh, you. Do what you love, and then if you're good at it, it'll come.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah. That that really is. I, I would say this is probably the band we put the least amount of pressure yeah. on ourselves to
2: say, yeah. and it just sort of and and maybe destiny. See? Who knows? You know? Yeah. Who knows where it it's a Full circle here, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Well, guys, uh, that's fun. Anything else you want to throw out there? The record's out now. Uh, you it guys is. have how much longer on tour? Last date of the tour is the 24th of November nice. in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Killers. Uh, Warriors
0: are great, Lithuanian oh, is yeah. great. Oh, the tour's amazing. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. We're really, I feel very entertained every night. Yeah, like and that's I mean,
3: the, again, that's an extension of the whole thing, right? It's like we're doing this tour and it's like, well, let's take our friends out. And let's just have a yeah. great fucking time. Oh, yeah, And that's precisely what we're doing. Is know? it?
0: That was the criteria. It was like, who do we love listening to and being around? Yeah, nice. Warriors and Lithuanian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your answer?
2: <laughs> and uh, anything else on the horizon? that we should mention before I can think of? Well, we're going to Europe for a month in January, starting yes. the new year over there. We're um, doing some record release
0: shows this winter. Oh,
3: that's it. In December, we're doing a four-day yeah. run with Tim Cashier from Cursive and Fieldmouse, friends oh, of ours. Yeah. Um, so they're sort of like the regional record yeah.
2: release shows. Yeah. Nice. Um, that's we'll in we'll like mid-December. Yeah. 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 To be a thing that. to
3: plug, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Nice. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I love the record. What's the name of again? I don't remember names very well.
3: Oh, uh, the things we do to find people who yeah, feel like us. It's 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 too. novel-esque, yeah. And yeah. So it's like I get it, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, are you reading anything on the road? Uh, what you got um, in your backpack? You reading?
3: I well, I uh, I can't believe I'm gonna. It's okay, Harry Potter. I'm
2: rereading The Perks
3: of Being a Wallflower. Oh no, for, that book's great. For, I, it is. I mean, I'm probably on like my ninety eighth reading of it, <laughs> but.
2: It, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's yeah. yeah. You, you mentioned earlier about uh, that first show of like being a scared, frightened little kid with his eyes closed playing along. Do you still find that kid is in there somewhere? Oh, sure. And then, of course, I, when I read Perks of Being a Wallflower, that helps me find that scared little kid. Oh, too. With, without
3: a doubt, man. I, I've, I've always said, like, if that goes away completely, I, it's time for me to get out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, there, there's there got to be a little bit of fear. You know, Excitement and fear, all those things should still be, if you love it enough, man, are there, you know? That's the perfect ending
2: point right there. We got it. Done. Excellent. Done. You guys feel good about this? Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so oh, much. Time. It's fun. Well, no, thank you. All right, buddies. Thanks to JP and James for hanging out and chatting with us. Um, it was a long time coming. I'm really happy and glad we got to make this happen tonight. Um, the show kind of shifted towards a, a, a downer moment towards the evening. Um, for those of you who are punk rock fans, I'm sure you already have heard the news. Uh, teenage Bottle Rocket drummer, Mr. Brandon Carlisle, he had been in a coma for, for a few days, and he had passed away at the day of the show. Brandon was a, was an acquaintance of mine. Um, he was always a guy that I introduced. I always shook his hand, always gave him a half hug. I don't think he knew who I was half the time, but if I were to be like, hey, man, it's Damien, it's good to see you, when I was shaking his hand, I got a little bit bigger and stronger of a hug. And he always seemed to remember me by the end of the night. We had a ton of drunken adventures. Um, I remember... One particular moment after a Lawrence Arms, Lawrence Arms, Laurie, Lawrence Arms show at the Summit Music Hall, uh, me I ended up randomly backstage hanging out with those dudes, and we ended up at the one up across the street. And I somehow had ended up with a fruit tray from backstage, and just hanging out and drinking way too much with those guys. And Brandon was a damn good guy. So this came out in the middle of the show that Brandon had passed away. And Beachling were kind enough to dedicate a song to them that we're going to play at the end of the episode here. Um, But still, it it was a wonderful night surrounded by wonderful people hearing wonderful music and all of us crying and sharing our memories of Brandon and hugging each other and telling everyone we loved each other. And, And while we lost a great person, he was a guy who lived his life to his fullest. He followed his dreams. He did what he wanted to do. And he always had a smile on his face. So I metal a loss for words. I've lost a lot of people, and it's it's never easy. And just hug somebody. Tell you, tell them you love them. And uh, buddies just. Life's too short. You never know when you're going to go. So do what you love and love what you do. And I love doing this podcast and I couldn't do it without you. So thank you to each and every person that's ever been on the show, that's ever listened to the show, that's ever bought a t-shirt, that's ever bought me a beer, um, who's ever written me a good or a bad review. I couldn't do any of this without you guys and I am trying to live my life to the fullest. And when I go, and I, I'm not the kind of person who's going to live a long life, I hope that I, I lived it right. So we're going to bummer, bummer ending here for this podcast, but hopefully you guys can get something out of that. Again, thanks to James and Alex. James Alex and JP Flexner for hanging out, chatting with me. Check out their artwork. I'm gonna have links over at Mostly Harmless Podcast.com. They're really fantastic artists. Um, check out the print my buddy Craig Horky made for the for Beachlang. It's really damn incredible too. Um, and while you're over at Mostly Harmless Podcast.com, like us on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, leave us some reviews. We're also on Stitcher. Hey, I think we're on LinkedIn. We're on TuneIn. We're on all major podcasting. Resources. We're on Facebook, Twitter, yada, yada, yada. Find us, like us, leave me some uh, reviews, some 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 words of wisdom. And, uh, buddies, again, I love you. Let's end the song with another Beach Slang track from their new record, The Things We Do to Find People Like Us. It's out now on Polyvinyl. This is the song that Beach Slang dedicated to Mr. Brandon Carlisle of Teenage Bottle Rocket. This is the song Too Late to Die Young. Love you, buddies. Take care. See you in the funny pages.
1: Too young to die. Too late to die young. I try to fight, but get high and give up. I ain't ever fell love. I ain't ever fell love. So wired, and these records feel tough. It's loud and wild, but I swear it feels soft. Yeah, it's always enough. It's always been enough.